Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a messy, crazy, berserk week of Great British Bake Off. And I've been looking forward to this since day one. We've had a little inkling of, you know, things shit hitting the fan. But this time, the whole thing hit the fan. And we could see the ice cream hit the fan because it was 80s week this week. Emma, what did you make of 80s week? It really was a big hot mess, wasn't it? It was hot in the tent. There was melting ice cream everywhere. There was quiches that didn't quite look too appealing. And the end result, I don't think anybody saw coming to be honest which we will get to of course there's a lot of shock a lot of people disgusted and whinging on Twitter about who ended up going home but initially let's talk about the quiches crossy quiches come on do you know what quiche in the 80s I never would have I never would have said okay 80s food give us something crazy let's go quiche I'm like oh, quiche to me is that you know like oh my god what a complete ashling you know the what Emer and, and uh, Sarah wrote that book uh, that's the person you know she's up from the country she is working in a bank she's working overtime she's got the runners on on the skirt and she's got a quiche because do you know what she won't be home till 9 o'clock tonight maybe 10 o'clock so she needs a bit of staple food and a quiche is that oh to me I like I'm looking at it now Laura's asparagus Peter with his Thai food Hermine yeah. they bollocked Hermine out of it with her chicken and mushroom did you notice that? they did actually and it turned out to be a huge success for her uh, in that round quiches remind me of working in a deli my first ever part time job when I was in school was working in a deli and I'm nearly sure that people would come in and get a slice of quiche for their dinner on a Sunday uh. you know? That was kind of a thing. Maybe someone local would have made it and then people can, would come in and get it for themselves for, for a light bite. They obviously were a big thing in the 80s. Certainly now I've never really heard a mate of mine or anyone I know that would choose quiche. Is it even served on menus, Crossy, like in restaurants? Do you know days? what? I think it's served on restaurants that are, you know, they're the, the greasy spoon sort of places. And gotcha. you know, want yourself a plate of chips, a bit of quiche. Do you know what? I think we need to put that to bed bar the one thing is Prue doesn't like baked beans because Lottie put, put I think hers was a fry up to me yeah. it was like quite interesting still a quiche so I'm like a bit meh and she was like so last week we had um your man we had Paul Hollywood who didn't like those gherkins and yes. now Prue doesn't like baked beans like they're and an odd bunch baked beans are the most important part not the most important part but one of the biggest components I would say in an Irish fry a full Irish you gotta have baked beans some people would disagree I think that they're unbelievable with a fry others think that they ruin a fry you can dip and you can eat mm. it's got two little factors to it a dip and eat yeah and just <laughs> even the flavour off the little like juice from them juice is the wrong word sick but it's just so flavoursome like baked beans on toast some people say oh it's the end of the month you're broke like sometimes it's just a preference like if you won the lotto maybe sometimes just having baked beans on toast is the most comforting thing in the world and I don't think Paul was seemed to be a huge fan of them either am I right yeah the two of them are a bit kind of like they kind of turned their nose up at it and at that 
stage I had tweeted and I actually tweeted yourself and Podgy. I was like, is yeah. Lottie goose? I thought well that done. this was it. I was, I don't know what it was, but then we move into the, okay. Can we just talk for a second about the finger donuts? Uh, wh- yeah. What do these yeah. Brits, oh, like what? They're cream donuts. You go to Cafe Calmore, you go to Manning's, you go to Clark's and mm. Cabra, you get yourself a big, dirty cream donut. The cream inside with a bit of jam and that little donuty thing. In, oh my God. I would. Even the shape of them weren't the way that I would visualize a donut. They were, they were quite strange. They almost resembled in ways the eclair, just in terms of the shape of them and then the goo down the middle. Very eclair vibes and I adore do you know what my mother still buys them every Saturday she goes to town and she comes home with three of those cream donuts and no there's only way. one person in the house that eats them because I used to eat one my dad used to eat one and my brother used to eat one me and my brother aren't in the house anymore so he has the three of them <laughs> that's been going back since the 90s the three men in the house used to get three cream donuts Oh, even thinking about them now. And I actually put a thing up my Twitter where I was like, where can you find the best cream donuts in Dublin? And the well, list. <laughs> I have a question for you listening to this podcast. Does anybody know where in 2020 you can get the chocolate filled donuts? Because they used to be a thing in the likes of Super Value. That was like a treat when the weekly shop was done. And I was growing up sometimes, my mom or my dad, and I might bring home like a delicious, um, those, you know, now they're typically just the jam donuts. But before definitely there was like chocolate infused ones. They were divine. And I've just not seen them for years. Maybe they're still in the likes of Super Value. I just haven't really um, been looking for them or seeked them out. But if anybody knows where to get a mean... There's my laptop charge. Sorry, guys. Low battery. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. We've 10 minutes left. (laughs) The joys of work of recording from home. (laughs) But um, yeah, if anybody knows where to get a chocolate filled donut, please hit me up. Do you know what? I always like them because they're so cheap and people think they're cheap. They'll turn their nose up in them. I would rather a Super Value Tesco, a Dunn's, a Lidl or an Aldi donut over the fancy ones any day of the week. Oh, Agreed. I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, I know. It's kind of starting to hurt my feelings. I'm like, where am I going to get one quickly? We will go six to one of who did bad and who did well. The fing- finger donut, we just call them cream donuts. In at number six, Dave, he he burnt them in the fryer. It's the first time Dave has come last in anything. He made a balls of it, like a balls of it. They were like they were black in color. They were that burnt. Do you remember them? Rank uh, number five, Lottie. Hers was a little tough. Then number four was Laura, a little bit messy. The flavor was okay. And then the final three then went to Mark was consistent. Then you had Peter. He baked it well. And her mean, her texture and flavor was number one. Good notes, Crossy. Sorry, I muted my mic there so you wouldn't hear me uh, scrambling around to plug in the laptop, but I was listening. <laughs> one of the Big things I think about that particular um, challenge for me was when they when they, when they lined up the six of them. I went, "Oh my god, there's no one left. There's only six. It looked so empty when they just lined up like that." You know, in previous weeks, it just seemed like the list would go on forever. Like it just seemed like a very small collection of tastings to be done and a very small collection of people left. It's just after flying by, isn't it? And you feel like you know them. And I, I know they're saying yeah. that as well, but you kind of feel like remember. I remember the very start. I was writing their names down, going, "Okay, Mark L, Mark, yeah, Northern Ireland." I was so confused for weeks as to who was who but now I finally feel like I have them all yeah, yeah. so yeah Showstopper was a nightmare right a complete and utter nightmare this was the fun part I found watching them all yeah. because it felt like 2020 had reached GG or Jerborough it's like 2020 had reached GBBO it everyone seemed to just screw it up and I yeah. loved it 
I loved it too. I did enjoy it. You kind of knew well the whole premise of it. It was kind of designed for them to make a hames of it, and I liked the way um, it was addressed when they spoke to the the judges about that. Being like, you realize that, like, you know, the Daily Mail will be all over this. You made them do an ice cream challenge um, on one of, I presume, one of the hottest days of the summer when they filmed it. It just looked like stress. I would have been freaking out to be honest with you. An ice cream challenge. Poor Laura. I really at that point went. Oh, I think Laura's gone. When she was in and out of the in and out of the freezer trying to fix it, and it looked like a big load of oh, I can't even describe it. It was just a hot mess, wasn't it? It was a disaster. The whole thing was a disaster. At one stage, when she was in the when in the freezer, you know, trying to make it all freeze, and she <laughs> just seemed to be baiting it with something. I don't know what she was baiting <laughs> it with, but it was just ah, ah. and then I I actually tweeted. I was like, I think by ten past nine, Laura's gonna fuck that cake out the window, yeah. and then people were going. When they read it, they're like, oh, my God, you thought she was going to ride it. I'm like, no, I thought she was going to get it and throw it out because it. I, I honestly thought that that was it. Laura was mm. gone. I just thought there was no way she could get back. And um, other people, before we talk about Miss herself, uh, Peter's Christmas cake surprise. You know, it was perfect Peter again because they loved it. They did love it. And I love how I think everyone was freaking out. And I think it was Lottie who made the comment being like, oh, everyone's freaking out. But Peter's over there making his ivy. Um, <laughs> But I was talking to my housemate about this because I was explaining. I was like, Crossy's not a fan of Peter. I think he's lovely. And we were just kind of analyzing how Peter was getting on. Uh, what I did notice was obviously with his challenge, uh, there was so much fruit involved in his cake and that's such sustenance that it was holding the cake together despite the ice cream. And I'm glad the judges called him out because it was kind of not cheating. You can't accuse him of cheating. It's actually very smart, but also very much to his benefit to have so much fruit in it when the rest of them were just melting to bits. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad that that was mentioned to him. He needs it. He needs it. Another person as well, Dave's tiramisu. A mess. And I loved how they called it an absolute and utter mess. Yeah, he didn't like that criticism at all. He looked really hurt. Uh, Mark did brilliantly so on that good. challenge. I think if Mark, Mark had any other, if he shone in any other round, he probably was very much in the mix for Star Baker too. I just think his big one was was his showstopper. God, it was brilliantly done, wasn't it? Do, do you remember, right? I'm putting my glasses on here now. Do you remember, right? Because I don't think it happens anymore. On a Sunday, if you were having a roast, your mum or dad or whoever it was got a big block of ice cream, whether it was vanilla oh, yeah. or banana or mm. the pink one. And then all a of a sudden, wafers. all of a sudden, these ice creams came about where it was like an Avengers version of it. Same block of ice cream from the same brand, but it was three different flavors in one little block. And I saw Mark's and I was like, oh my God, it's three yeah. flavors in one. I was mm-hmm. like, it's brought me literally, I know not the 80s, but it brought me back to the 90s. I was like, this what is the name is of that ice cream. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, delicious. You'd have like the kind of strawberry, the vanilla and the chocolate. It was divine. So good. In your little wafer, you'd start at the bottom and work your way up. It was just great. <laughs> uh, somebody else made the point on Twitter. Paul says you can never keep brownies fudgy in a freezer. Paul, let me introduce you to my friends, Ben and Jury. <laughs> that is so true. And you know what? I went ravaging. It's the first time now in Bake Off now. Like I've always had biscuits and you know, I'd eat them. Today was the first time that I forgot to get food and I started rummaging in the press and in the freezer. I found ice cream that I probably should have thrown out maybe ages ago. And I started eating it just because of this. Um, I don't know what it was. Totally. I think it was because it was a mess. And I like the fact that it was more kind of 
plausible for me to like make and you know I felt related to it that it was such a mess Um, yeah no me too I really related to the mess can we talk about the loser who has gone home who literally everyone went what what you know when it was being announced I thought oh my girl Laura's gone it's been fun that's the end of that then a little thought struck me literally within a millisecond before they announced it. And I went, wait now, Laura's had a bad week. Lottie's had many worse bad weeks. Um, As I said, I watch this each week at home. My housemate's sitting there who's kind of semi-interested. So she'll kind of have a look and then browse on her phone and have a look and browse on her phone. And I was like, oh, I think Laura, Lottie could be in trouble here. And she was like, that Lottie one's always doing really badly whenever I watch this with you. And I kind of was like, yeah, that's true. Like, she's a great personality. She's great wit, dry humor. Um, there was the whole kind of subplot of potential like chemistry between her and Paul. But realistically, who's had worse weeks? Probably Lottie. Yeah, uh, you know what? Now that you've said it, I think we are basing it on liking her. Like someone says, starts campaign for a new show with Noel and Lottie because they have a bit of banter. I think I like the fact that she's a bit sassy and a bit, you know, answers people back or you know she feels like oh I don't even want to be here but she really does want to be here yeah she called stuff out so quickly as well because even today I think she had a bit of a go off uh, was it Mark uh, when she was doing her first challenge and saying she wants to do the full English and she you know he'd done something similar with kind of sausage in his and his quiche and she was kind of like oh someone else had the same idea in here she said some brilliant bits let's (laughs) let's have a look back at some of them and the time just flies doesn't it when you're having fun who just said they're having fun? Exactly. Cakes are boring. <laughs> Let's both say that into the camera. Cakes, Cakes are, are boring. boring. Okay. Dottie lives in Littlehampton and unwinds from her job as a pantomime producer by listening to Viking metal whilst baking and doing yoga with her friend Naomi. I am making a Viking table setting. Vikings are just so cool. They're just so badass. Lottie's creating a charcoal and gingerbread dining set fit for Valhalla. Are you a Viking? Are you from Viking? Secretly. No, No. I'm really not. I'm 98% British. It's very upsetting and boring. (laughs) Usually for a tart. It will have pastry layers with pureed, caramelised and raw apple sandwiched in between. I question whether it would be a tart without sides. I did look up the definition of the word tart. It's from an old French word that means flat pastry. Right. My burgers are way better than Lottie's. Burger off, Lottie. You burger off. (laughs) Chips. Did they ask for chips? Who doesn't want chips, mate? You're doing steamed chips? Yeah, I'm doing steamed chips, yeah. (laughs) Marks are better than mine. Livid. (laughs) And I've got some good news for you as well, Emma. If you're a fan of Laura and if you're a fan of Lottie, um, somebody pointed out that uh, Laura is on Instagram. Laura Adlington is her name. Okay. a couple of weeks ago, Laura and Lottie were in Laura's house and they were baking cakes on Instagram. Oh, stop. So they're actually, I knew it. They really did have, Laura was so upset and crying when Lottie was leaving. So um, I, I, I like to think that there is a genuine friendship there. I think she'll be hugely missed. I think that she got a lot of screen time because she deserved it. Like I said, her her kind of dry humor, her, her wit um, and her kind of chemistry. And so she'll be missed. But I'm also at this point going, there's only a few weeks left. I'd like to see that screen time now go to other people. I'd love to see more of Hermione. I'd love to see more of Mark. We haven't really gotten to know Mark a huge amount at all. And I'd love to see those people get a bit more 
front of stage. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because like, I think Lottie left us with a parting moment where she said she came with two pairs of clothes and she ended up at the end of it wearing everyone else's clothes because Aww, she'd no other clothes her. with her. But yeah, I think you're right. I think we need to know a bit more about Mark. Uh, we need to know if Dave's missus had her baby yet. Because Yeah, what's the story? <laughs> that is just so strange, isn't it? it I really would kill is. him. My fella, off baking cakes for six weeks when I'm at home, heavily pregnant. Get home here and bake for me. Babe, like, I'd be so annoyed. He already it's... put a bun in that oven. What? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come home and tend to me. <laughs> so yeah, all in all, this week I think it was a very good week. Uh, Starbaker mine, brilliant. Yeah, I'm delighted for her. It's just the confidence boost I think that was needed because she's been tipping along, lovely. And I, you know what? The best narrative of the whole thing was that she genuinely thought she fecked it in that first challenge. She genuinely thought, "Oh Christ, I've made bits." of this and the whole way through she didn't have much confidence and then the times where she thought it would be terrible it was great and she just literally first challenge tick huge praise second challenge tick huge praise I was like oh she nails this now she has it uh, delighted for her she's just a solid character the whole way through interesting to see how she'll get on in the coming weeks at this point who is your winner Crossy? At this point I would say the winner like, I'd say it's going to be very hard between Peter and mm. Mark I, I, I can see Peter's cookbook in my head now. Yeah, me too. And you know, he, yeah. all the young people will be able to, you know, go, oh, Peter, he's deadly. I think the older people will probably go to the the likes of, interesting enough, they were together photographed only a couple of weeks ago, the Laura and Lottie cookbook. Would you think? Oh, very possibly. Yes, actually. Look yeah. at us trying to get a bit of business with them. I just, I felt there's a tiny bit of, you know, you know, they'd ring up Paul Hollywood, come out, launch this book handshakes yeah. done they're all good yeah so for me I think it's between Mark and Peter what about yourself I'm gonna say Laura even though I don't think she's going to win just because <laughs> I really want her to I just hope that she gets to kick up the bum now this week she clearly she knows very well that she got through with the skin of her teeth and goes back now and gets her gets her shit together the tent burning around her ass yeah, do you know what I mean like get a grip now come on I'd love to see her mind do it I really would and I just like I said now that Lottie's out of the mix I'd like to I'd like to like others as much as I've liked Lottie, but that just based on them getting a little bit more screen time and giving us a little bit more of their personality. I know it's not about that, but it all helps, doesn't it? Do you know what? If they can cook for us, anything will do. But yeah, true. That. it's been a great week of Great British Bake Off. Everything has gone to shit. And before we finish up, we need to talk to Podgy. He watched it on the Plus One last night. He's had a couple of hours to think about it, digest what had happened. What is your views on this week's Great British Bake Off? Oh, lads, lads, the Great British Bake Off. What are they doing? They got rid of Lottie, me little hottie. And I thought Laura was going to go. Do you know what? I said as a joke, it's so hot in there, they're probably going to get with to make ice cream cakes. Well, you could have knocked me over with a Viennetta when it was true. I thought Laura might have been a goner, but turns out it was Lottie. But, you know, I'm not that heartbroken because I heard the rumour that she's uh, favours are darker down. Do you know what I mean? Say no more. Podge's on the Strawberry Alarm Clock on Friday morning at 10 past 8 on FM 104 FM. But uh, yeah, next week is going to... Are you okay? I know. <laughs> dodgy ice creams after going to your head. Oh. We will talk to you next week and uh, make sure to tweet us during the conversation at FM 104 on Twitter. Goodbye. Good night. See you, Crosby. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.